0: Miss Ella, good afternoon, and thank you for joining me for a coffee with the editor. The Railroad Association I've just seen is looking to put together a working group and specifically aimed at open access. Uh, Tell me more about uh, what you have in mind.
1: Good day, Philippa, and thank you very much for this uh, opportunity. We are quite excited about the president's announcement in terms of third-party access. And as the association, we saw it fit to start engaging with industry, or at least to form an industry view on the working group or on how this open access can go about and uh, start an engagement with, with government. But as a start, we are inviting industry interested parties that under the RRA will be engaging with government and we are inviting industry to have their voice heard. We are a reputable stakeholder within government, and I think that it's exciting times for the rail industry particularly to uh, support the move of from road to rail
0: i absolutely concur and i also note that uh, recently transnet put out a couple of tenders that have you know the great words of concession and branch lines but i also noted that there was no access to the core network given so this is good timing for for this kind of working group to be established
1: I think that as public sector and private sector, we've always talked past each other. We have previously not seen each other as partners. And I think that we are at a time, particularly post-COVID, where we need to work together as a country to ensure that we grow this economy to to sustain and create more jobs in, in the economy. With this engagement, we are hoping to, to engage Transnet, to engage the Railway Safety Regulator, even to the highest office. All we're saying is that we need to start working together for the best interests of our country.
0: Absolutely. And the timeline that the President gave to have this, from what I understand, implemented and happening is 12 months. And I think we're down by a month already. So... Again, quite a lot of pressure. Do you think this
1: is a complicated process for Transnet? Much has been said about the, the complexity of the open access. But if we don't start, we wouldn't know. Mm. And I think listening to each other is going to be key and driving towards one common goal, which has been set by the executive. And I think if any of uh, government entities were to take a different view as compared uh, in relation to what the president has pronounced, it will be unfortunate. But I think that the executive, and the, His Excellency, has set the tone. It's up to us as South Africans, including transnet to work towards one common goal to support the president to support the, the to support government and as private sector we've always been called upon to bring money to invest and we are saying that this small change or this small change or shift in policy would bring about huge investments.
0: Absolutely. And
1: we are not, we need to place it on record that open access is not competition with transnet. Open access, it's not privatizing. Open access, it's merely access. Mm. All we simply asking for, give me access give me access to the network so that I am able to participate better in this sector. And actually, we are also of the view that uh, Transnet actually may benefit financially from such a policy change.
0: Well, I happen to agree as well. And I think it's quite poignant at this time. The president is currently hosting or this week is hosting the Invest in South Africa conference, which obviously is, is you know off the back of South Africa's recovery plan. And we already have the likes of Traction, who has given their, their undertaking of a significant investment. We know the other operators, such as Saflog and even Telodb, are all keen to, to gain access and invest. And that in itself is a good couple of billion Rand over the next few years so 12 months I think I believe is doable and I look forward to watching how your working group matures.
1: Um, Philip, I think we're looking at the end of the policy in terms of investment but we are we what we perhaps that we should also consider is the ripple effect of a change in such a policy the ripple effect being that you can industrialize as much as you want you can produce as much as you want but if you don't have a strong infrastructure system to be able to transport what you have produced the intra-Africa trade will be a joke. CFTA will not be implementable. Increasing intra-Africa trade will not be possible. So this is just a reset button. This is just a a small move to open up the continent, to develop the continent. And by the way, the, it's said in the African Union that the development of africa will rely on the potential that is offered by africans particularly it's women and youth that we are aligned with that vision we want to see diversification we want to see access onto onto the into the market but we will not see it if we don't grow and open up the market we are not competing with transnet this is a new market that will then develop new entrepreneurs, create jobs, and be able to operate on the wider network that we are seeing. That world-class infrastructure, rail infrastructure that needs to crisscross the continent, mm. is waiting for us. Government just needs to unlock that to send to send us uh, on a journey of uh, integrating the continent, but it starts here at home.
0: Absolutely. Well, Marcella, thank you very much for your time.
1: Thank you very much, Philippa. We're inviting all rail participants that if you want to be heard, RRA is the platform for you to be heard. If you consider open access to make a big difference at your bottom line and remain profitable into the future, this is a perfect opportunity. Let's grow this sector together. One industry, one voice. Thank you.